Welcome to Gagliardi's Got Real Estate podcast, hosted by myself, Gerald Sabri, and Rocky Gagliardi. We look forward to bringing you something fresh, something new the Golden Valley hasn't seen before. More informative information. We've got special guests, hot topics. Make sure you follow on your preferred podcast platform, GSRE Socials. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to uh, Gagliardi Scott uh, podcast number 10. Um, we've got, we're very uh, fortunate today to have uh, HomeSafe, GB HomeSafe uh, as our special guest today. And we're going to talk about all things about maintenance and the importance of it, in particular for landlords and tenants and the new era and modern era of um, all compliance and governance. So I'll introduce and we'll start from the far right and Peter Hill. Um, your CEO, Peter, is that right? Yeah, I am, Rocky, yes. Yeah, could just a bit of an intro, a bit of background in yourself too. It'll be good to know even your bit of history, which is like I know about it, but the public probably need to know about it. Came to Shepparton 36 years ago for six months on a posting in the police force and uh, never left. Never uh, left? No, fell in love with the place. I had my arms crossed and my face blue for the first four months, didn't like it as a 28-year-old, but um, yeah, fell in love with the place, married up here son up here so yeah been very very happy the last 36 years in Shepparton. Yeah, fantastic and Lucas um, the owner of yeah. Jeremy Homesafe a bit about your history and uh, how it evolved and a bit about your business and yeah we started um, the business part-time 2014 sort of saw a niche in the market that was sort of not filled and uh, we moved away um, in 2011 and um, had our house rented out and realized that Melbourne companies were were doing um, what um, what we're currently doing now, and so yeah, we started up the well, started up a, a smoke alarm business, GV smoke alarms back then, and um, and the rest is history. So yeah, yeah. done really well, it's grown. And I've also got uh, Bree Byrne from our office, is uh, one of our property managers, but more importantly, a bit of background for you, Bree. You've got a, a legal um, background, which is very handy in this situation in this podcast to Absolutely. give some sort of informed um, opinions on. Our, our landlords that are listening out there? Mm -hmm. Yep, well, as much as possible anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what about your background, Bree? Yeah, sure. Well, I've been at Gagliardi Scott since March. and That long, geez. Yeah, it oh, is. God. It's been that long. <laughs> um, so I've come over from, as you said, Rocky, a legal background. Done a, a bit of a few different things over the years, but always kept coming back to that. Yep. Um, yeah, so property management is a, an interesting beast. I'm yeah, quite enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly a lot to get your head around, but compliance is one of those really interesting things that seems to be at the forefront of what we're doing at the moment. Yeah, so it's important to talk about that. That's why we're here today, the compliance. Um, well, it's the modern era, isn't it? Like, and obviously, Lucas, with your business um, and how it evolved from smoke alarms. So just go back on... Um, I remember we were just talking about it off-air off before about... Um, once upon a time, we used to have the daylight savings, and that used to be the reminder with the battery change and all that sort of stuff. But it's become more serious than that. Um, so just go through, you know, how how it started with the smoke alarms and how it's evolved to to today and where your business is at at the moment. Yeah, mate. So we we started obviously smoke alarms in 2014 in a part time role. Um, <clears throat> had one real estate for uh, which is Mark McNamara real estate back then um, for the first three years and started to get our teeth into it and get our process and systems um, around just doing smoke alarms. Um, 2017. Um, quit my job and uh, went into it full time and um, from there it um, the smoke alarm sort of you know we had to um, um, 
yeah, we had to obviously service service those regularly for for landlords and things like that. So, and then from there, it's sort of evolved from law changes to um, in 2021 into gas and electrical. But but yeah, early days certainly the the smoke alarm component. Um, people think that you know changing the battery is is good enough. A lot of people don't realise there's actually a an expiry date on a on a smoke alarm. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that myself. There you go. It's the first time I heard. Yeah, so it's um smoke alarm. There you well, I think I, I think I might have changed yours over at yeah, one stage. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I but, just let the experts. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But um, it, it's it's funny. So you know, and there there's different. So uh, a house that's built prior to 1997. Um, can still have battery-operated smoke alarms. Yeah. House that's built after 1997 but before 2013 um, has to be hardwired. Anything after 2013 has to be um, interconnected, which means that if one goes off, they all go off. But uh, yeah, see, I didn't know that. That's very good. The most common thing we walk into and and would be out-of-date smoke alarms. Yeah. So being a safety, um, uh, being a safety, I guess, component of the house, it's just important to have up-to-date smoke alarms. Yeah, it's interesting because, um, like you were saying before, you know, if you're not, you know, if you're in a deep sleep, smoke's coming through. You're not, you can't smell it when you're sleeping, no. but no. you can hear it. So it's important. And That's it's right. Obviously, important for the landlords as their duty of care for, for the, um, for the tenants as well. Um, we we're just saying before, just our office ourselves in the last sort of six months or so, we've mm. had three houses. Yeah. Three houses burned down. Yeah, right. Which is, um, you know, I don't know how how much the smoke alarms played in that, but they're older homes, that break. Oh, two of them were. The yeah. third escapes me at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it just gives you an idea how history was and how how that, how that goes. We've seen a lot um, with with um, the government, state government, changing a lot of regulations, and we're talking about that before with um, how important it is. And a lot of landlords will say to us, you know, it's expensive, and, and yeah, it does. It gets expensive all these checks because they're built on top of. On top of everything, but the, but the ramifications, um, the graphic ramifications. We just talked about three mm. house fires, but um, no one seen, no one passed away in that regards. But we'll lead on to the gas part of it too, where um, we had that that, cut, that family in, in Maroubra that passed mm. away two young a number kids. of years ago. And two, yeah. Sorry, yeah. two young kids that yeah. didn't wake up and. A, the accusations, obviously, for the, the mum, but then later on we worked out it was a, the gas, the silent killer. It was, yeah. yeah. So that's coming to it as well. So just explain that and what, why that, you know, what the gases are, because the layman person probably doesn't understand how that can affect you. And it's funny, like, that one, it's, it's definitely not funny, but it's it's ironic that, mm. um, you know, that was... Uh, there's a there's a test that we've got to do when we service heaters, and it's called a negative pressure test, Um and I'm not sure whether many people know what this is, but what it does is it's so naturally fluid heaters. Um, um, the, the the gases are naturally fluid out. Mm. Um, if you go into a house and turn on every exhaust fan, you know, um, whether that be in the kitchen, bathrooms, it can create a negative pressure inside the house. So what that does is it actually sucks gas back down the um, back down the flue, which then obviously brings that into the house and that's what happened um, in Marupna. Um, and then I think in 2022, a similar thing happened uh, to an elderly lady in, in Geelong. So, um, you know, and that's that's when all those laws started to change because from, so 2022 now, yeah, it's illegal to sell an open flute heater or install yeah. um, or install a second-hand one. Um, they're still able to be in rentals, but, um, but yeah, that's, they've just got to be serviced um, 
you know, regularly just for that check especially, um, as well as all the other ones because people are always updating their houses, um, mm. putting, you know, they've gone from the old um, fan in the toilet to, to or the bathroom to a, an IXL with a super-duper fan in it yeah. um, and then all that does is create extra extra drawer and, and potentially yeah. pulls that uh, gases down the chimney. It becomes important. We, we've got our own compliance, which we'll, we'll touch about. I mean, Peter, but with um, the owners then becomes on, on your business as well, and as well as ours um, and any real estate agency. But how do you keep on top of that? Like, how do you maintain and obviously the pushback you get from clients as well, because you deal with directly with the client, that um, mainly being the landlord. Yep. Yeah, look, it's you do, but it's a matter of educating and, and helping people understand that uh, there's a lot more importance than than the value of what it is to to uh, get these things serviced. I mean, we're, we're talking about, as Bree mentioned, three houses that have burnt down. That's that's one consequence. The big consequence is people actually dying. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a matter of making people understand that uh, that this is something that's going to save their life yep. and save their property. So um, it's like an insurance, it's like any sort of insurance. Mm-hmm. And uh, if unfortunately you're at a position where you make a claim you're going to want to hope you've got the best insurance possible so yeah. it's just about education from our perspective. So when your business, so Lucas, when your, yep. your tradies go out they see a, a you know, older type Peter, yep. you obviously suit out to the landlord yep. and, and talk to and the, the, they get pushback. What do you do then in the sense if um, they say, no, I don't want to do it? How does that, you go back to the agent or do you go directly to the owner? How, how do you, how yes. do you work on that So on a legal perspective? Because then you're exposed, I'm guessing. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, everyone is. Yeah. Everyone, the, the, the owner, the, 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 the rent is obviously exposed living there, but the agent as well as us mm. because we're all now aware that there's something that's not compliant with the regulations. Yeah, look, like um, the heater might still be compliant, so if, it, if there's an old heater that's been serviced regularly, um, it's still legally okay to be in the property. Um, it's only when it's um, either leaking carbon monoxide or, you know, there's a negative pressure issue that um, that, that, you know, comes into effect. And uh, that's when we have that discussion about pulling it out. If we, if we um, identify carbon monoxide at the property, you know, we have to isolate that heater straight away. Um, that's why we predominantly like to do a lot of our services outside of that real busy winter month because or m- months because the thing is that you're cutting someone's heater off in the middle of winter in Shepparton yeah. or in that surrounding yeah. area yeah. everyone you become popular <laughs> yeah you become really unpopular but if we're doing it you know either in the middle of summer spring or autumn um, usually parts are readily available or yeah. you know getting the install in is not not such a bigger problem yeah so that's interesting so in the sense of was it yearly checks or, or two or yearly two yearly yep. so say so, so you find a heater yep. and you've, you know, all right you've talked to the landlord you've you've serviced it you think it's okay but is it two years too long to wait or do you do you sort of say look we need to get back there next year or how does that work or how do you keep on top of that yeah like legally um, it's two years so the thing is um, it was probably a big stretch to try and get landlords to service their heaters at all at yes. some stage so um, two yearly is good we'll obviously ke- um, so with an old heater now we'll recommend putting a carbon monoxide alarm in uh, because at any stage in those two years we could service it and um, then like say in autumn or, or spring and then that next winter cracked heat exchange or something like that and and potentially leak carbon monoxide so if we've got that as a as a secondary backup um you know that's that's sort of because otherwise it's not getting picked up until that next service 
Yes, I guess sir. the thing about carbon monoxide too, there's not a not a particular number if there's any evidence of carbon any. monoxide. Yeah. So it's not not a certain amount. It's just any 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 reading of carbon monoxide, then that's uh, potentially. Uh, yeah. So by law, you have to shut that down regardless. Like yep. so you don't you don't even have to tell the landlord you said I've done it. I've locked it out. You got to work yeah. it out. Well, the, we do. There's obviously a process. You yes. can you can upset a landlord by okay. doing that and a tenant, especially if they're not home or or things like that. But um, try to keep everyone involved yeah. as to what's going on. Give them a solution straight away. We might have to put a um, you know electric heater in there for the short term before we can get quotes approved and things like that to yeah, to we um, a couple of heaters we sort of hire into mm. so yeah. yeah which um yeah it's about making them comfortable and it is in those really you've uh, got no choice uh, no, what i'm trying to say is you've got no you're legally yeah hand behind your um, correct um, yeah behind your back and it's really and it's point zero one yeah. is the is the so point zero one is still yeah. um isolate so so brie when it comes up landlords yeah we understand that, and look, not every landlord's been a tenant, but most of them have it along the line. But a lot of them get into property to, for investment and obviously make a return on their money. What's the... I think it's important to know that it affects them the other way too, isn't it? So if they don't keep up to date with things, how does... I mean, the tenants as such have got a lot of legal avenues and sort of pull, but they've got extra, haven't they? So just explain Absolutely. that. Explain that to the audience about how that impacts them if they don't keep up to date and don't do things in a legal manner. Yeah, certainly. Well... Now, failure to meet your compliance standards gives your tenants grounds to vacate immediately. That's a pretty severe penalty. Mm. So if a property doesn't have an updated uh, smoke alarm, gas and electrical safety certificate, then the tenant, when they find that out, has grounds to give no notice, vacate the premises immediately and also without penalty. So, you know, in an ordinary lease situation, you've got a tenant locked in for a 12-month lease, they want to vacate, we would say, all right, well, you know, there are penalties that you've got to... Mm. You'll have to... Financial penalties that you'll you'll pay. Um, whereas in these circumstances, you wouldn't be able to enforce any of that. They can walk away with no ramifications, which then leaves our clients, the landlords, suffering a, a financial mm. loss while the property's vacant. Yeah, yeah. and that, that becomes an expensive process itself, Absolutely. you know. Yep. So they miss out in rent, they miss out in all sorts of things. They read less the property, re-advertise the property. So yep. there's a lot of ramifications in keeping on top of that. Absolutely. And at the moment, yes, we're in the middle of a, a really high demand area. Mm -hmm. um, rentals are at an all-time high as far as demand goes. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to be in this position forever. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, it's relatively easy to find a new tenant to go mm -hmm. into a property should yes. you know somebody vacate. But down the line, um, you know, the market's going to slow down. We're going to be in a position where these properties need to be compliant so that we can keep tenants because you don't mm -hmm. have the demand of another one ready to go in. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? So mm. I think it's important, like with our office, that we we get some... Every, every business has got it, like landlords that are you know, old school or, or got that mentality. We, we actually just say, don't don't worry about it, we'll just give yeah. you a hand of the file back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, We're finding a, a, a number of agents are doing that now. Yeah, well, it's the legal ramifications yeah. of that to your business, yes. to our business, yes. and the, the landlord doesn't probably get this, but to themselves. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's exposed. Yeah, yeah, well, these days you've got to read your insurance PDS really closely as well, because mm. if your property's not compliant and, you know, say something happens, house fire, that's a great example, house burns down, there is likely to be a clause in your insurance yeah. policy saying that you're not covered because mm. you haven't got a property that's compliant with legislative minimum standards. Mm. That's, no, that's a pretty big issue. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah go for it. Sorry, Rocky.
exactly. That's that, and I guess that's one of the, the things that we try and do as a business is to is to try and convince um, uh, landlords and certainly the agents that we should do all three services. So we offer the three services of smoke alarms, electrical safety check, and gas safety check. So we try and um, encourage that uh, that we do all three of those, so that there's that one. Uh, area, I guess, or one one business that's looking after all three things. Um, that's it, 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 we have the records. We have the records of the of the appliances that are in the in the premises. Whether we've had to put in a, any sort of alarm in the interim between the next check. So that that just allows that that peace of mind, I guess, for um, for the renter, for the for the uh, owner, and for the agent to know that um, we're monitoring that for them over that period of time, and they're not having to to be looking at calendars and wondering whether mm. things need to be done. So we take that that uh, that that problem away, I guess. Yeah. It's also for property managers too. Like it's a, be a massive job to yeah. to organise trades and remember when services mm. are due and things like that. So. Um, yeah, we try and take the load off them as well. Oh, it so. helps, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, the law changes are just, I think we've had 255 law changes since COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Massive. Yeah. Like, the, the general public don't understand no. how mm. the impact it puts yeah. on, like, you, know, mm. you know, the property management girls and the stresses they're under to sort of keep on top of it, let alone be a deal on the day-to-day. Mm. Once upon a time there used to be accidents, now it's just liability. So, yes. yeah. Property yeah. management now is about risk mitigation. Oh. To us, to you, to yeah. our clients yeah. and to yeah. our tenants. And, and our business is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. It's just helping people mitigate those those yeah. um, those risks. Mm. And you've got documented. So a lot of them do mm. practice sheets when, or, you know, when you tell them, they go, oh, well, it is what it is. Yeah. But, mm. yeah, but, you know, have your property back. And I sort of look at you and just say, why would you give them the property back? Don't you want my business? Well, we do want your business, but not if you want to do it according to how we want to do it. Mm. Because, yeah. we, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're liable. They're liable. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. it's, it's all about liability, like you said. But, but um, I'd, I'd hate. Look, personally, imagine if I, I couldn't imagine owning a rental property and someone dying in it because no. they didn't want to pay no. for a check. And no. you know, forget about the insurance job. Yeah. It's just about like, how could you live with yourself? Yeah. No one wants to live with that. And and also, we mentioned before that, um, you know, there's potentially manslaughter charges or anything that's like against man, yeah, um, criminally, yeah, yeah, criminally against against um, all parties involved. Yeah. yeah. So, so do you? We, we get audits. Do you have an audit? Where you get audited, how how you go about it? Do you have some certain criteria you have to meet through the government to tax? Can you go through that? Yeah, yeah. So basically, with every gas service that we do, we have to send that through to the VBA. Yeah. Um, there's obviously strict criteria that we've got to follow with that. Um, Energy Safe Victoria is the electrical component of that, um, and um, they've got strict criteria which we have to follow to do that as well. So, yeah, um, oh. but yeah, so. Um, there's, there's always audits um, and the thing is that it's usually when something goes wrong that that's when they're called in to, to have a look and yeah. um, see if there is a paper trail and basically that's that's where we um, come in for the landlord and the property um, manager uh, and the real estate to say yeah, we use our last seven years of these records. Um, we can prove that there was no negative pressure in the um, yeah. Um, at that time of service, um, all that, all that sort of stuff is is really invaluable to a to a landlord and a property manager, <clears throat> and sometimes gets missed um, when it comes down to a cost component of mm. getting the local tradie to come and come and service my heater or or whatever. Um, it's that's fine for that particular service. It's sort of more so when it when it hits the fan that uh, we need all the paperwork and. Um, 
that uh, we can back sure you up there. Have done it a little bit, like oh, yeah. you know, yeah. they probably don't realise it, but yeah. they are getting protected. You're actually engaged to protect by gauging your business, and obviously the agency that does it. It actually alleviates there from the concern. Absolutely. If, if we've given them the ticket and we've done it, yeah. then they've shifted, and it probably brings us to our point. Mm. Breeze, there's a lot of private landlords out there, mm. and yep. um, that mm. own, that rent the property privately who aren't up to date with. Mm. So. Explain that process and what the difference the benefits of would be for it to actually rent it, rent it for an agency. It doesn't have to be ours, but any agency, um, as well as um, on versus managing it themselves. Yeah, certainly. Oh, look, when you engage a professional agency to manage your property, you're really you're paying for that level of expertise. So you're paying for us to be up to date with those legislation changes, uh, which are rapidly evolving. The new ones are being discussed yep. every week, mm. and you know we stay on top of that. We work with companies, you know, like yourselves, to ensure that we are maintaining records um, to put your your property in the best position it can be should anything happen down the line both legally but also as you were talking about before rocky that that personal responsibility as well um mm. i think it's it's great to be a private landlord um but i also look at it and go well you know you might be in a position where you've you've bought a property and you've put your friend in it and mm. your, your friend's been living there for a couple of years and the relationship's really laid back. So they, they pay rent on time, but that's the extent of your engagement with the property. They do their own maintenance. Well, what if something happens mm. um, and you've had this really casual relationship, which has been great up until the point that you're now facing a, a scenario where, for example, there's been a gas leak, your friend's been unwell, or you know something in the property's been affected by that. And you as a landlord, um, you haven't conducted your maintenance, you haven't conducted your compliance checks. Um, you're now in a really vulnerable position. Mm, really exposed. Really, really, really exposed. exposed. <clears throat> and what started out as a great little proposition between you and a friend, you know, you're helping each other out, they're paying your mortgage, you're giving them somewhere to live. Um, what started out as a really positive thing is now turned into something where, you know, you're, you're exposed on a number of different levels and you're opening yourself up to a lot of different points of liability. Mm. Um, that's, I Both think, criminally and civilly. Yeah, criminally, mm. civilly. Yeah. Um, mm. I, and I think that's the beauty of a, a real estate agency is that, you know, we, we take away a lot of those issues and depersonalise it a bit as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a lot of empathy for my tenants. I have a lot of empathy for my landlords as well. But at the end of the job, my, uh, sorry, at the end of the day, my job is to ensure that everybody's safe. Mm. Yep. And Interesting. Not, yeah, sorry. Go for it. That, it, it. What you're saying about the records, Bree, that's absolutely uh, relevant as well. And the same with us. All the records that we have with the with the properties that we've we've uh, we're managing, that we've visited, and and the work that we've done. Again, uh, the mate's got a, a mate who's an electrician comes in and fixes something. Oh, he fixed that a couple of years ago. There's no record of it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cashy, right. whatever. Yeah. Um, mm. Whereas we're sending in qualified electricians, specifically qualified uh, gas plumbers, to go in and do these uh, do these works. So there's that. Um, well, it's not a complete indemnity, but there's some sort of mitigation of the risk mm. and indemnity as far as the, yeah. the landlords are concerned. It's interesting. The, the world's changed. Like yeah. two, 250 law change, 55 law changes yeah. since oh, COVID. A, I can't keep up with it myself. No. We're actually running no. a business. So I, well, you could, I couldn't tell you five changes of law yeah. and the most important. So I don't know how the, the, the normal person out there no. understands it. Our landlords wouldn't know no. most of the changes. They, no. They're getting educated. So I don't understand <clears throat> how a private... No. Um, but what's interesting is, though, we've changed a different era 
is when ignorance used to be a uh, defence. Yeah. Ignorance mm. is no longer a defence. No, no, not at all. So I don't know. They got, I rented it privately. Well, that, that won't stand up no. anymore. Mm. Not at all. So yeah. so I think it's important. I'm, and touching back on yours, Brie, before it's funny, landlords and tenants, and look, not saying everyone, but 90% 90, 90 of the time it's okay, but it's that... One percent or ten percent that it's not, mm. and I've just seen some horrible relationships mm. break up. Yeah, and mm. I've seen some terrible properties, and yeah. and a lot of it's because they don't really want to step on each other's toes exactly. because they've got yeah. that relationship. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot now that go, look, I've rented this to my my son, my daughter, or my mm. friend, or my brother, but mm. we want you to manage it. So yeah, a lot of them have the, the smarts mm. to actually put that separation, yeah. pay that fee, and, and get it sorted so yeah. it's protected for them. Look, we're the same. We've you know have people want to argue over a four dollar part. Yeah. You know, that's got something to do with, with you know, maybe keeping someone alive. Yeah, yeah, which is bizarre. And we get it too, don't we? Yeah. And you know, that, that that's what you're battling all the time. But yeah. at the end of the day, they've got to protect themselves as well as us, don't they? Yeah, it's a, it's a, and it's a really high percentage. So it'd be higher than 90% that we go into a property for the very first time, whether that's a new investor or whatever, and there's non-compliance in there. So, and if that doesn't get dealt with you know or just is, is rented to a friend or whatever they're, they're sitting in a non-compliant property yeah. Yeah. So, sitting on a time bomb so how does that go when you go into a non, non-compliant property Lucas and, and you're, you do a thing and yep. the landlord refuses yep. to do it so bring me back to earlier in, in our podcast when you mentioned you've got to send it off to Energy Australia. Yep. So you you still send that off? Definitely, yes. And they, do they take over? They take over. Yep. So so in a gas scenario, yep. um, yeah, that's what happens. So we have to yep. um, look. We still have to isolate it to protect yep. us and you guys um, at the real estate as well as the landlord, they don't realise that we're protecting them as well. But um, we still have to isolate it. But then we send um, we send that through um, straight away, pretty much, uh, if they if they decide that uh, they don't want to play ball. But um, and then they get involved. So we're like the bad parent, don't we? Like the yeah. kid growing up thinking we're the bad parent. All we're doing is trying to protect them. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we're the bad guys, but all we're trying to do is like protect them from yourself. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And certainly that form goes off. But our role is to then work with people like Bree to yeah. say, right, look, mm. we need to get your, your uh, landlord to understand where things are at and, yep. and that we've got a solution for them. Yeah. Uh, but if, if they don't want to, then obviously, yeah, that has to go through the authorities and it's taken over from there. That's interesting to know that. It's good. Let's get yeah. it back up and check. So, so it's interesting for landlords listening to this um, and tenants. There's that protection there that you know you're doing your job. And, yep. and, and, and I suppose if you are a tenant, my advice would be if it's not, a, not managed through an agency and it's a private... Make sure you get your checks done. Yeah. Make sure yeah. you keep the landlord accountable. Yeah. Um, just for your own own safe. Absolutely. Um, and, and look, the landlord should be really doing the right thing. You know, we don't like to take them on regardless. If they don't want to do it, we just put them back, give them their yeah. file back and say, take it somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're finding that they'll bounce from agency to agency. Yes. Uh, no one wants to take it on. No. Well, we, we find them bouncing. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. 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 No, it's been terrific. Yeah. It is, um, this has been a great chat. And very, very enlightening. I think of a lot of landlords and tenants would benefit a lot from this. So do you want to add anything else to the... One of the things yeah. that... So there's obviously gas has been a big component yeah. of this, but electrical, and obviously there's been a, um, a massive change with upgrading switchboards and all yeah. that sort of stuff just recently. So um, one of the main things is if you're getting a switchboard upgraded, you need a prescribed certificate. What that means is not just a general sparky upgrading the switchboard fee the cash or whatever because basically when you get a switchboard upgraded um, an inspector has to inspect that so everyone's covered so if it comes through with a normal ces then 
It's not correct. So it needs to come through with a prescribed CES with an inspector's signature to say that it's been done. You take that back, so, Marie, and make sure yeah. we get the girls to but, follow um, that through. Yeah. And also any landlords. And <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to know. It's good to know. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah so it's... Um, and that inspection is a completely independent inspection yeah. by an yeah, electrical yeah, safety inspector. Which so, is good. To, to yeah. make sure that we're, or whoever's doing the job is doing it properly. properly. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's a good line. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing worse than not if you're doing that, didn't do the job properly and then thing burns down, you cop it, don't you? Well, everyone cops it. Yeah, yeah. And we all cop it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> don't worry, it's even worse when we go into a property and they've just had their switchboard upgraded mm. by someone else and we yeah. say it's non-compliant. Non-compliant. And, yeah, that's... That's, uh, that's hard. Because that. forked out some... Well, it would be a couple of thousand bucks, wouldn't it? Well, it could be, yeah. 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 In certain yeah. stages, certain yeah. Stages, yeah, depending yeah. on how it is. Yep. You'd be popular. Yes. Well, that's right. And yeah. Really, we should be the popular ones and the, yeah, the, yeah, the electrician look. should be the unpopular one. But, uh, yeah. but yeah... It's, um, yeah, you cop it. But yep. the bad news, person that delivers the bad news always always has it. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have anything to add, Bree, anymore? No, 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 I think we've Pete? covered it all off. No, no, I think that's been a pretty good chat. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I think um, it is important um, to, to the audience out there is that if you, you it's intrigued you today and, and it's obviously picked some topics that uh, are paramount to yourselves, reach out to Lucas, give him a call and you know, or Peter and... Um, give them a call and ask, ask them more questions and, and see what yeah. the services provides and and you know give give Bree a call at our office and we can help you out too as well. So it's all this this podcasts are all about trying to you know inform and, and mm. the audience out there and you know all related to real estate. So I think today's been a really good um, informative session and you know thanks for joining us, Pete. No, absolutely. Yes. Thanks so much for, yeah. for having yeah. us on the yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we really appreciate it. Thanks, Bree. Oh, Hope you don't go back to being a lawyer or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> just keep Not- your charge rates down a bit if you can. <laughs> we just got to tell our landlord you're not charged by six million increments. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for joining us today and uh, hope to see you soon. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on your favourite podcast platform so you don't miss upcoming episodes. We would love you to share this podcast with your network and if you have any questions or feedback, please connect with us via our social network or head to gagliardiscott.com.au. 